It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. McGregor pulled to Sid Rosenberg many years ago on the IMAS show. I actually seriously injured this actually beautiful at the time. She was 17. Beautiful young girl. She was a mascot up in Hudson Valley and I thought it would be cute. She was either a bear. I forgot what she was exactly. I know she was a girl underneath that, that uh, you know, the, the costume. And I knocked the mascot to the floor and the mascot suffered a shoulder separation. <laughs> it's a true story. Turned out to be this uh, beautiful young girl, and she called into Imus, and Imus and McCord wanted her to sue me, those bastards. So Conor McGregor, something very similar, on an event in Miami this weekend, knocked out a mascot. We'll get to that. And John Sterling, the Yankee announcer, got hit on the head of foul ball in the series this weekend against the Red Sox. We put this time aside every Monday morning. The editor of the National Review, NBC Politico, he does it all. He's a great Monday morning guest, my buddy Rich Lowry. Good morning, Rich. He, he knocked over a, a girl ma- mascot? I did, and I had no idea she was. I didn't know it was what a guy or a girl. Are you Sid? Well, I didn't know she was a girl. It was just a bear. I forgot the exact mascot. I found out afterwards. Not just a girl, by the way, but a gorgeous girl. And I what separated way, her shoulder. What a way to meet, meet, meet women. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was married at the time already. but one of, them, one of them's hot. <laughs> well, at least she was conscious. Conor McGregor knocked this mascot out in Miami this weekend. But we'll get to that after. You know what story is really bothering me before we get to Trump and all the big news? I know it's not a big deal for most people. But Fort Bragg, which is one of the most famous, you know, obviously, uh, bases we've got here in the United States, they're changing or they've already changed. I'm not sure. The name of Fort Bragg, because Braxton Bragg was a Confederate general, to Fort Liberty. And I know Ron DeSantis and Mike Pence are mm-hmm. fighting this. I'm sorry, Rich. I can never get used to Fort Liberty. Fort Bragg? Yeah. Come on, man. That's America. So I, I'm not not a big Confederate guy. I don't like the statues um, in, in certain circumstances. But Fort Bragg, I, I'm, I'm big into history. I, I had no idea. You know, the Confederate. I just thought Fort Bragg was Fort Bragg. You right. associate it with the fort right. and the location and the people who've been you, there. You actually more thought than you actually you actually thought it was named after the Manhattan DA, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But who cares, Braxton well Bragg? No one knows who Braxton Bragg is. It's Fort Bragg, right? Exactly. No, I'm with you on that one. The other story that bothered me, kind of a sub-story, is Anthony Bass, this relief pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays, got DFA'd basically for not being pro-LGBTQ yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he liked an Instagram post that said you should support the, the uh, boycotts of Bud Light and Target. And they immediately made him apologize. To his discredit, he he did apologize, but he wouldn't say he changed his belief or it was hateful. And he was basically chased out of Toronto because of that. He was one of the best relief pitchers last year. Struggled some this year, but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. No, it's true. You know, a couple of years ago, you had that ridiculous bubble league with the NBA. They turned everybody off, the BLM nonsense. They wore jerseys. They had stuff on the court. The NFL, of course, has had the kneeling for years, dating back to Colin Kaepernick. And really, outside of hockey, the one sport that kind of stayed away from all that was baseball. And now, between what the Dodgers, oh, you know, yeah. that LBGTQ, which is ridiculous, a White Sox pitcher got into trouble. You got this guy in Toronto, and God forbid you, you stick. It seems like Rob Manfred basically runs a communist organization. Yeah, it's just like everywhere in American life that that isn't explicitly open or conservative just has this ideology just absorbs it what 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 does major league baseball you know it's not like oberlin college right you should just care right. about how fast someone pitches yeah. you know how are they hit and all the rest of it now that they're so invested in this woke ideology it's part of the reason so many conservatives are, are mm. so disturbed and so invested in pushing back on these cultural issues well i'm not conservative i'm very liberal when it comes to these social issues i'm pro-choice i am pro-gay but today is June the 11th or the 12th, whatever it is, and I'm already sick of Gay Pride Month. Uh, and, and I'm pro-gay. Like... I don't want to see another flag raised. <laughs> I don't care who you sleep with. We're sick of it. It doesn't make you a hero because you like one sexual organ more than the other one. How yeah, does that make you a like hero? It felt like it had already been a year before June started. Right. And, and now, now it's been two years. Right. And again, going back to the Blue Jays, they had a drag queen sing the national anthem. Oh, they stop had it. drag performances at their ball game. Gross. Gross. Sorry. My, even my good friend Jen yesterday, her daughter's birthday, had drag queens there. She's like, you coming? I go, nope. No, thanks. God bless yeah, you. I, Have fun. I, I, Not I for me. I the, the uh, obsession with drag queens, and especially having drag queens perform for kids. No good. Just, anyone five, ten years ago said, that, that's perverse. Don't do it. And it's it still like perverse. A major cause. It's still perverse between you and yeah. I and the millions of listening. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course yeah. it is. I tell you what else is perverse, I'll use the same word, is the left's. Just relentless assault on Trump. Now, look, I've seen the indictment. He's in trouble. There's no doubt about it. He did something he shouldn't have done. I'm here to tell you that, yes. I'm also here to tell you that if they really dug deep into Obama and Biden and mm -hmm. Clinton and Reagan, they all did something they shouldn't have done, maybe even something illegal. So I'm not denying whether or not Trump did something wrong here. He did, and this may get ugly for him. My, my issue is... They wake up every day looking to destroy this guy when I don't think he's done anything different than every other president, all 45, the rest of the way. Yeah, so I'm of two minds of this. One, I don't see how anyone possibly defends giving Hillary Clinton a pass. And that, that's the worst example of, of all, all the ones you just cited. And and nailing Trump to the wall on this. It's, uh, it's crazy. I mean, James, James Comey basically rewrote the law on the fly, not to indict Hillary because he thought it would be too much political turmoil to have the Democratic nominee or the Democratic presumptive nominee, I forget exactly when this came down, uh, fighting a, a criminal case. So he didn't do oh, it. Oh, wait a second. I'll tell you when it yeah. came down because the election was in November. I'm pretty sure – 
that he got on TV, and Bernie was still alive. We covered it live that day. And Willie made this incredible 30-minute case why Hillary Clinton was guilty just to tell us they weren't going to do anything. And I think, Rich, it was October, like a month before. Oh, no, no. It was, it was much earlier. The, the press conference sure? was much earlier Oh, than maybe that. July then, or August. The reopening, the reopening of the case was in October. Now, oh, that right. screwed Hillary. That, that was, was Toomey, right? That, that, that was Toomey, yeah, right? Yeah, he was both. He did yeah. both. Okay. And he shouldn't have done either. Um, that, but that, that's our man, Jim. So, so th- there's a disparity there, obviously. The way they're slow walking the Hunter Biden case, the, the way that they don't seem to be really into the, the, the wider corruption case against the Biden family, all, I grant all that. The problem is, is one, as you say, you know, we'll hear Trump's defense, but it seems very likely he did this. And if, if you did this, if anyone else did this, you'd be in jail. I mean, there's just no question you'd be in jail. So it's, it's sort of kind of which disparity matters to you. Should, should Trump get away with it because Hillary get, got away with it, or should Trump not get away with it because there's no way any other person would get away with it? I say A. If Hillary got away with it, and again, if you dug deep enough into every one of these presidents, especially Obama, you would find a whole bunch of stuff that may be illegal. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to find something, and, and they go at this guy. And I do think that this is a very uh, bad indictment, and I do think – then you're going to convict him on something. But, but again, even if he's convicted, that does not stop him from running. No, he's no, not going no. to jail, so he can still serve. Right? Yeah, so this is where I agree. There's no way he should just stop running because of this indictment. Um, and uh, the, the, it's going to help him the way the Bragg indictment helped him. Maybe all this at the very end, Republican voters like, ah, too, too much too much baggage. But the, the thing that's frustrating, um, once you get beyond the, the hypocrisy we've just talked about, it was so avoidable. He just, just gives them the documents back. And it was such a Donald Trump thing. They're like, we want all the documents back. Uh, I'll give you half of them. <laughs> and then they're like, well, no, we want the other half too. Well, I'll give you half of those. And then, then you know, suggesting to his lawyer, throw some stuff out. And then they, they nail the lawyer because he's made this, these false um, representations. So it was just – it was so avoidable and so Donald Trump. And not really – you know, it's not because he wanted to sell the documents to Saudi Arabia. just liked having them and was annoyed by, by get, getting asked to give them back. <laughs> so that, yeah, sure. that's the, the predicate of this whole thing. Well, you're right. It's frustrating because he, he, in the end, whatever happens here – and I like him. He did this to himself. No one can argue that. Now, now they wouldn't know about it. They didn't spend every single second of every day trying to nail him. But in the end, he did do this uh, to himself. You know, the Biden stuff, you know, there's a $5 million, $10 million. The number keeps changing. But again, last week, it seemed like there was more evidence. But I had Nancy Mace on the show out of South Carolina. She's yeah, knee-deep in this. That. Oh, you did hear that. Yeah. And I said, Nance, they want bank records. They don't care what you say. They don't care what Comer says. Even if it's all true, Miranda Devine, Tony Bobolinsky, they don't care. They want bank records. They want to see a, a, a bank account with Joe Biden's name on it. Mm-hmm. She seemed to intimate they may have that, but you would agree until they show that, no matter how much evidence they've got, it's all circumstantial. Correct. It's, it's, all, it's all circumstantial. Um, the the uh, you know the big guy thing is is a little less than, than circumstantial. That, that he was going to get a ten percent cut of one of these deals. I guess it was with the the Chinese. It's hard to keep track of the the dirty foreign <laughs> money deals. And then the whole setup also like creating these LLCs with uh, anodyne names that that get the payments so they can't be tracked. And then they spread them out to all family members. It's, that's what mafia. T- <laughs> it's like a mafia type deal. So um, I don't know. But we're just entering uncharted church. I mean. Trump basically needs to win the presidency so he, he won't be convicted and go to jail. It seems hard to me to see how they actually try this thing before 
the election. So that's like uh, it's, it's very third world or very um, Israeli, I guess now uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, or or he he needs his side to win to to be pardoned, and 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 pardon makes a lot of sense to me if he if he's not actually elected himself. Yeah. He uh, right exactly right. Well, listen, uh, it's great to have you back again here on a Monday morning. Always a spectacular appearance, the great Thank witch Larry. You, have yourself have a great, great week, week, pal. All the love. Thank you. Thank you. There he is, editor, National Review. Political NBC does his best work right here, 745 every Monday morning. The Great Witch Larry. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today. 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.